Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply It's interesting to know about Dickie and I mean, Kev, do you think there's a case to, we spoke about this a little bit before, but personally, I think there might be a bit of a case to go to a back three now, given that the form has been so bad recently and that they've got a lot of good options at centre-back and then you've got players playing on uh, Sunday who didn't play that well and then you've got good defenders sitting on the bench. Maybe there's a case for that now with Critchley coming in? Yeah, because uh, Ian's... Probably right what he says about Dickie. I mean, Dickie has been, is it, how long has he been? This is his third or fourth season, his third season. He's, if you look at it, he's been our best defender for the last three seasons. And, uh, you know, there was rumours we were talking about maybe getting a move to a premiership team in the summer if there was, if QPR wanted to raise money. And he was, you know, one of the players that we thought could raise money to strengthen the team in other areas, i.e., like talk about centre forwards. Uh, It'd be interesting, yeah, Critchley will probably look at that. I mean, Ethan Laird is very attack-minded, so is Pal. Mm. They've got the wing-backs there. You go more solid at the back, you maybe play two holders, and then you have uh, Willock and um, Chair will be back. Well, we might not be, we'll see. We'll find out tomorrow. Morocco in the World Cup, (laughs) (laughs) having not played a minute. (laughs) And then you have one up front, but... But if he did that, he's gonna. I would say we'll play two sort of more robust, like maybe Field, Johansson, and then Chair, Willock, centre forward Dykes. He's got the. So yeah, it's a possibility. Uh, it might uh, strengthen the defence again because it's a tough game against uh, Preston, and they're going to come mm. strong. They're going to be flying after their victory, and you're going to have to withstand a bit of pressure. And maybe an extra man in defence might be the way to do it. Because something's got to change, isn't it, Ian? Like whether it's just re-motivating the players, changing system, a change in 
you know, tactics for the game because this season is in real danger of drifting away into yeah. obscurity in it for QPR if they yeah. don't arrest this quickly. Now, we're talking I about think... all this, you know, going for playoffs and all that, but in, based on current form, you've got to be looking down rather than up, really. Yeah, I, I think with the, the championship, though, is you win three games, you're back up there. You yeah. Know, if, Rangers have got, if Rangers have got a win on Saturday, they've been six. You know, if they started the, they started the weekend in the sixth position. So, yeah, I'm not... I've seen... I've seen... If I hadn't seen them do it, I would be more worried. But I know they can do it. I know the players are there to to do it. It's just a case of just refocusing and getting, you know, getting them fit. You know, getting them out there. Because really, let's be frank about it. He, he, the players that Mick Bill signed, how many of them are playing regularly? You know, got Powell, mm. Powell aside. I mean, Tyler um, Richards and Roberts. They, they, they've barely played, have they? You know, Jake Clark sort of, you always think he's not too far away from some sort of calf strain or a hamstring strain. Um, you need to get these guys fit. You know, Hanson needs to be fit. He needs to be playing. It's sort of, when he does play, he's going off injured. So you need to get him right. So I understand yeah, why. He just Paul always seems to go like an hour in and he's down, you know, yeah. and he's get, like, that happens all the time, doesn't it, with him? Which is a shame because he's like, you say, he's a really good player when he played. Well, look, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't understand the mm. subs after. I didn't understand taking Willock off. I know he wasn't playing well, but if you want to go more. Four three three, and how you know he's ideal for that role. I don't really understand what Paul Hall was doing well, there. The strange on it because he's your best attacking player. He's our best attacking yeah. player. Mm. You don't take your best attacking player. No, because he's poor forty five minutes. Yeah, exactly. And, and then Mbappe off against England because he weren't playing well against Carl Walker in the first half. You don't. Yeah. You don't do it. You don't do it. No, it, it doesn't make any sense. And you know, Shadipo is. He's quick, but he's got no end product, you know, so he's not going to win you a game against a team like Burnley. Yeah, he had a few, few flashes, added some pace, but, he didn't really, you know, it wasn't, he, he's not better than Chris Willock, is he? So he shouldn't have been, come on, I could, you know, I've got no problem with Adoma coming on, just had a bit of experience, something else up top, but you don't, you don't take off, you don't take off Chris Willock, I'm sorry, that's not, you know. That's not the way to, yeah. to win. And I, I think that goal, I think that goal right at half time really killed it, killed the game. Yeah, hundred percent. Goal and it, it was a magnificent finish. It was, um, but again, that was far too easy. That wasn't playing the ball out the back, playing it through the middle. You know, shot, save, follow up the rebound, and again, that if George Thomas is in the team, I'm guessing because he runs around and presses and pushes, and there wasn't enough of that up front. They were just allowed to do what they wanted to do. Um, yeah, one to forget, definitely. But, you know, they, they, that needs to be a lot better. And hopefully Critchley can... The, the bar's very low after that, so um, things kind of get better with him in charge. I suppose at least Critchley can come in and say, look, lads, that's, you know, the top of the league. They're probably going to go and win the championships. You know what I mean? Let's just put that aside, get mm. back to it now. Um, but Ian, what do you think about the switching the system? I mean, obviously, like I said, Critchley's very... Uh, adaptable in the terms of the way he works and um he won't I you know I don't think he'll come in and play four four two like he did at Blackpool because you know that doesn't make a lot of sense with the players keeper I've got but you think it a, a, a change in system might I, I think I, I, I don't think it'd be a bad idea maybe to just go not go for a draw but but maybe be more solid at Preston because you know confidence isn't high and sometimes just kind of packing the midfield a bit more or playing you know, three centre backs might just make you a bit more solid, and you mm. can go up there and just stop the right a little bit. Just get, you know, if you can get a point up there, you, you come away and say that's it's not a good hunting ground for QPR deep down historically. 
Um, it's a, it'll be cold. It's not going to be fun. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be hard. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't be against that, but um, yeah, just 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 get something on Saturday, and if it means training formation, then 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 do so. Yeah, like I say, I mean. What Critchley was very good at Blackpool at organising the team and making them very defensively solid, but I do think he'll need a bit of time to do that because you're not going to be able to just change things in a week. So, and like I said he started when he took over Blackpool really slowly. So, you know, and but they can't really afford a slow. He can't really afford a slow start with the way things are going at the moment because the pressure is already on QPR. So, things don't improve sort of quickly in the short term, then the pressure ramps up even more. So, I think it is important to get some results on the board quickly. And like I say, Preston's going to be a really tough one. So. A point there, I think they'd take it all day long. But I mean, on that, Kev, what are you expecting from the game against Preston? And I think changing personnel from, um, I mean, it was obviously quite, like I said, an unexpected team selection. So there probably will be some changes. But how do you see this one shaping up? Um, I think it's a real tough game after what I've seen of them on the Saturday on the TV. They looked strong, quick, aggressive, put the ball forward quick. Not, 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 not scared to put the ball in the box, um, and obviously QPRs have had a poor, poor run of form. So I wouldn't be surprised if he brings and um, goes free at the back and goes a little bit solid. And when when uh, Ian just says sort of you know not not play for a draw, but sometimes you go into the game and you go solid, and you get you get stuck in, and then you gain confidence as the game goes on, and then of get into the game, but got, you can't be going into the Preston game and conceding early. And then mm. you're like, you can't be doing that. So go bits more solid, whether he goes with one more at the back or puts uh, another one in midfield, go solid in there. Be interesting to see. Um, it's a tough game. And I always hopeful and optimistic. So I'm going to go for a 1-1 and I'll take that right now. Take that 1-1 right now. I think the vast majority of QPR fans would be with you on that. Um, yeah, Ian, how do you see this one going? You're, I know you're going up there, so hopefully it's uh, it's not as bad as it was against Burnley for you. <laughs> um, I think you just well, they've, got, they've got to look back at two relatively recent fixtures: Norwich away and um, Sheffield United away, and just kind of emulate what they did there, where they were solid, where they, you know, they're up against it for large parts of the game, but they kind of held out and I'm not going to say comfortably against Norwich because Norwich could have won that game quite easily but the game against Sheffield United should be the blueprint of what they need to do away from home and they've shown they can do that um if you've got I mean a chair aside most of that most of those players that play that day are available and should be you know relish well relishing is the wrong word but I mean you go up there and think well, it's a tough game but you know let's just get back on track we know what we can do but a lot of that I think a lot of that's going to be mindset. Mm. If you go there, if you concede an early goal and you know you're weak and callow, and then you'll you'll get you'll get turned over. Um, you know the, the, that that was the case at Coventry as well, where they let Coventry dictate a bit and scored relatively early, and that sort of set the tone. Um, so yeah, go there, be solid. Don't don't concede early, and you know if you can, you never know. You might nick a one nil. You might nick a one nil. Um, no one's expecting them to. Preston probably are full of confidence, don't expect them to win. But I mean, again, it's Preston. We're not talking about, they're not as good a side as Burnley. And Burnley aren't as good as Fulham were last year. So it's, 
you know, get. I mean, I, I'll take a point up there. I mean, if you can get a get a nil nil draw, it'll be a long way to go for a nil nil draw. But you know, I think most people of acute beyond persuasion would, would take that. Mm. Is that what you're going for? Yes, your prediction. A nil nil. Yeah, it's weird. Strange scene, Preston, aren't they? Because. They had all, earlier in the season they couldn't find the net, but they weren't letting any goals in. I can't remember how many nil-nil draws on the spin they had, but it was something ridiculous. It must have been like six one or goal seven. in nine games or something, didn't they? Yeah, crazy, absolutely mad. But they weren't letting any in either. <laughs> so, but they suddenly have seemed to found how to score recently. And like I say, Kev, that was a really impressive performance against their rivals Blackburn on a Saturday, was it? Yeah, Saturday. Um, so they do seem to have found the net recently, which is um, see they're a lot more dangerous than they they were at the start of the season, but. Yeah, I mean, I can't predict the Preston win, can I, as a Blackpool fan? So, um, uh, <laughs> and it'll be interesting with Critchley obviously going up there as well in his first game. It's a bit of a, you know, be a hostile one as a, as a former Blackpool manager going up to Preston, you know. So. Will he get a bit of stick, will he, do you reckon? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, the, the rivalries between Blackpool and Preston is, is huge. They didn't, we didn't play each other for, for quite a while because we were in different leagues and then obviously we played each other a lot more recently and, uh, yeah, always, uh, always hostile. So as a former, there's his team talk. Then come on, lads, do it for me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how that'll go down too well. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I think it'd be a tough one for him to as a first game, definitely. But I, I might go uh, a nil-nil as well, Ian. You know, I think, I think that will be the the focus going into the game is just to keep it tight and keep it solid and just give him a platform to build on. You know, um going into the into the busy Christmas period. So and I do think he'll go for a three at the back as well, actually. I can see him doing that, going sort of yeah, Laird Powell and then Dickie Dunn and Clark Salter at the back, maybe like Field Irabunum and then Willock Dykes and not sure who, who plays in that other position really. I mean I suppose Elias Chair could potentially be back or would it be a bit No, no, he went back to a boxing day. Because Right. Because there's third a third, third and fourth place match as well, isn't there? Oh, of course there is, yeah. You might actually get a game. Third and fourth place match you have to play when you lose the semi-final. Yeah, you yeah. Could, you know, do you know what? You probably will do, actually, if they lose to France. So, yeah. I mean, you worry about him as well, don't you, a little bit? Because when he come back from uh, AFCON mm. last season, having, I think he played like half an hour in the whole tournament, and he weren't really the same, was he, when he came back? So, yeah, he's carrying worry a bit. Well going into that, I think. Yeah. You do worry about like sitting on the bench all that time. Obviously, great experience for him in his country going so far, but he'll obviously be gutted that he's not played a part in it. I'm sure that will be in a way at him, but you do kind of worry a little bit whether it might impact his form as well, given that he's not played football in so long. So, yeah. But anyway, I'm going to go for a nil-nil draw as well. Um, so we're all going for a point. Um, but yeah, uh, well, I, I don't thinking, know when... I was thinking, sorry, it's about... <laughs> funny that the year 2022, what a mad year. And so Critchley will be QPR's fourth manager in... in yeah. <laughs> That's nuts, isn't it? Yeah, I know. It's just weird how it comes about. Like, you know, when they appointed... When QPR appointed Beal in the summer, I never thought that that would mean Blackpool losing Critchley as manager. And I never thought Critchley would end up the year as yeah. QPR manager. It's just... It's all gone round in a circle, hasn't it? It shows how quickly things can change in football and how quickly things can happen. But... It's definitely yeah. been a mixed year for Rangers. Though. There's been a lot of sort of high results and some some low results as well. It really has been. I mean, what would you say is your highlight of the year, Kev? <laughs> on our festive more... on our festive special. I think <laughs> for the away game, I was at that game in the way, and I thought, yeah, I enjoyed that one because I live I live up here, not far. From, there's a few Watford fans flying about, so 
could give him a bit of banter. But yeah, Watford away. And probably worse one, probably that one on Sunday. Yeah. I think for me, it was um, West Brom at home, I think. Was that yeah, I did go to that. So yeah, that, yeah. Was, that, was, that was a really good day. Oh, that's that's when Charlie Austin scored the winner. Yeah. Great. Yeah. And I thought I thought the Middlesbrough at home, actually, for the first game of the season, home game of the season, I thought that was a really good day. But my low for me would always be Peterborough at home. I didn't go to that one. Three so. one. Oh, that, that was, was bad. That was what about that Cardiff was... as well? That was bad. Cardiff, Cardiff. No, that was that around the... Peter, Peterborough was bad. Around the time of Peterborough, Cardiff, that was also bad. Yeah. They played, should have won, and then Cardiff had like two moments in the second half. I think yeah. it was 2-1, was it, in the end? And they just, yeah, snatched a win. But, yeah, it's weird. And it's been, it's been some very high points and some very low points. What a great way to end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, hopefully Critchley gets them going again and uh, yeah, gets them back on track because, like I said, this season is in danger of sort of slipping away in it if, if things don't improve quickly. But let's see. Well, I don't know when our next episode will be because obviously uh, Christmas coming up and busy games will be at games and stuff. And I think Ian's going away, aren't you, Ian? He's going to uh, Australia. He's escaping the freezing cold temperatures of um, at, at, at the moment. So... We, yeah, we don't know when, when our next one will be, but you know, it hopefully won't be too long. So, uh, thanks for watching, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll be back at some point after Christmas, I would imagine. Cheers. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.